Hello and welcome back to Real World Magic. My name is Neil Trigger, your host for this episode and every episode, and I'm going to be talking to you today about deletion, distortion and generalisation, because it's been a while since I last posted something about psychological persuasion and I thought I'd better do that. So granted, I did mention fairly recently about the Christmas advertising techniques used by some less scrupulous charities, but I wanted to talk to you... Um, talk about you for a change really so forget my whims and all the lovely things that I like to talk about when it comes to how great I am and all that but um, let's talk about how you create the world okay now this might be a bit of a paradigm shift but the world in which you have lived and the world in which you live now is created by you now I'm not saying that you're a god but after this podcast you might think that you have a similar level of power or you might think that I'm a nutcase but try to bear in mind that um, you know I think I know what I'm talking about so bear with me while I explain myself everyone in existence can only perceive or only experience the world through their body their senses sight sound touch taste and smell these are the predominant senses with all the others stemming off of these five there's a sense called proxiopraxia for example and this is a sense of knowing where your body is in space and it's a variation of the sense of touch so there are lots of other senses but they all sort of stem for those from those five now assuming that that's correct we effectively collect all of the information from our senses and our brains then create a rich model of that world within our own head almost like a psychological hologram inside your brain what this means is that we create reality now, sure, I'm not saying that we can control it as such, but we make it based on the input that we get. So do you ever have the experience of not finding something despite looking for it, only to realise that you're wearing it or it's in your hand or it's been on the table in front of you the whole time? Now, this is because the information your brain is getting is filtering out that information. So you filter the world in three main ways, and it's these that I want to explore today. So the first filter is deletion. There's just too much information for us to process, and so our brains make choices all the time about the sorts of things that we're going to think about, process, or allow into our consciousness. Deletion acts, as the name suggests, to delete stuff that you don't need. For example, you think about the last time that you went to a bar. You might remember what the person opposite you was wearing, but what about the colour of the third bottle on the left behind the bar? You almost certainly saw it, but why would you need to know that? What was the fifth person you saw in that bar wearing? You probably don't know and you don't care, and why should you? Now deletion is there to ensure that you don't overload. We can test that right now by telling you to think about your left butt cheek. You've probably forgotten about it until I mentioned it, right? And so you should. So, that's deletion. Let's move on to distortion. Distortion is the act of changing something that you already know in order to fit with new experiences. So without distortion, you wouldn't recognise faces because as soon as that face raises an eyebrow, gets a tan, starts talking or moves from head on to a profile view, you think it was a different person. And people with a specific neurological condition can demonstrate this. People who have had strokes occasionally develop lesions in their brains that makes it very hard to distort past experience and can get confused when they don't recognise even close members of their family. 
Distortion is essential to knowing that the thing by the table is a chair. Or how do you know? I mean, it's got four legs, but so is it another table or is it a dog? We do all this without thinking, but we have seen a chair before. We've seen a dog before and we've seen a table before and we know what a chair looks like. We know that it's a chair that's by the table due to distorting the category that we hold in our heads that is called chair. It's like filed under the word chair. So that's distortion. The next function is called generalization. We know that certain things should behave in certain ways. Is this function that allows us to be fooled by magic tricks. So we make assumptions that if the magician turns the box upside down, for example, and nothing falls out, then there's not a bowling ball hiding inside it. So the magician then pulls out a bowling ball and everyone's amazed. So similar things happen when we walk into a new building. Nobody ever walks in tapping their feet cautiously on the floor, trying to check whether the floor is likely to fall in. We just walk in. And this is because we generalise that the floor will remain intact, because in every other instance that we've got in our experience, the floor never caved in. Yet give this same test to a primitive animal, and they will be a lot more cautious. Even presumably intelligent animals like chimpanzees will be a lot more cautious around things like that. It's our ability to generalise that allows us to take greater strides in science. That's us as a human race. We test things until we find a rule that appears true in all instances, and we call these laws. We then build upon it, and by generalising, if it's been rigorously proven before, then we probably don't need to test it again, because we can then generalise that it will behave the same in the future. Now, of course, it's not always the case, and when these things do change or do fail, then it leads to a different understanding of science and then we generalize again that that's going to be true until such times it's proven wrong. Space shuttles blow up sometimes for example, floors do fall in sometimes, dogs do bite um, or some dogs do anyway. Not all people dressed as Santa are friendly, not all cereal boxes are free of broken glass, the list goes on and on but it's very useful in the main to have that generalization. So there we have it. Deletion, distortion and generalisation, the three ways that your brain can organise reality and filter reality so that you're not frozen with fear, trepidation and procrastination. I hope you found that interesting, but most of all, I hope I taught you that when those around you are feeling a bit frustrated or even being frustrating or annoying, it might be worth realising that their model of the world is possibly a bit different to yours. It's not always clear whether you have the correct one or not. Thanks very much for listening. My name is Neil Trigger. You've been listening to Real World Magic. Please give me a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to. Subscribe if you can and share it on social media. I'd really appreciate some feedback as well. If you want to go to anchor.fm forward slash Neil, N-E-I-L-T-R, those are the last two words, uh, two letters of my surname, Trigger. Um, go on there, have a look on there, um, interact with me, leave a message. Um, okay, I'm rambling now. Catch you later. Seven minutes. Cheerio.